Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before. Today, having never seen Greyhound, it is me, Kyle, uh, the guy from the podcast. That's who hasn't seen it, and I rewrote it. And we read my script. Uh, this is a script I wrote for a live show we did in Chicago. Unfortunately, our live show audio uh, didn't work, <laughs> so we did it here. Did a little studio read with Todd Sklar and Daniel Shar. Sounds like a great duo. Names back to back. They're wonderful. You're going to love it. I loved it. It was very fun, uh, but that's where we're at. So Kyler's has never seen Greyhound. That is me. I rewrote it. This is what I think it is. 28 minutes in, we get to the script. Sorry about that. We play around with a deep fake audio machine. Sounds <laughs> so stupid to say it now. Uh, thank you very much to everyone who came out to the show in Chicago. Really, thank you. It's wonderful. I, I appreciate it. It, it. I couldn't believe it. The show, the, the Never Seen It show, the stand-up show, was just a wonderful time. The, if you want to watch the footage from the live show, we have it on Patreon. At patreon.com slash never seen it. You can check it out there. It's only a couple bucks a month. Um, or just pay once and take everything you want and leave. But anyways, it was splendid. I mean, I I really had a wonderful time. I forgot how much fun doing stuff is. 
And it was great to be in Chicago. Thank you again if I saw you out there. Thanks for coming to the show, everybody. Um, if you are in Richmond or Asheville or um, Raleigh or, oh, God, where are the other places? Uh, Myrtle Beach, Charleston, Wilmington. Uh, I'm going to be in all those places telling some jokes very soon. We even have a live podcast in Asheville. So please go to kyleairs.com slash shows and find those dates. That is kyleairs.com slash shows. Okay, it sounds like an ad. I'm doing an ad. I guess I am. Kind of doing an ad. Anyways, kyleairs.com slash shows. Um, and you can get all that K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S. Uh, footage from the live shows on the Patreon. Uh, yeah, this deep fake audio thing really messed with me. But we have Kendrick. We play a game on the podcast called uh, Guess What Movie Trailer Kendrick Lamar is Describing as Described by Kyle's Dad, which he hasn't seen. So basically, we got this Kendrick Lamar robot that says stuff like him, and we put one of my dad games into it, and he played it. Um, it's very dumb. Hope you have fun. Todd and Dan are the best. Wonderful. DanielShar.com. Check out Todd's movies. Um, just the best. It's nice to be doing these back in person. It's nice to be doing these live shows back in person as well. Like I said, uh, we got Richmond, Raleigh, Charleston, Myrtle Beach, Wilmington, Asheville, Atlanta. Forgot Atlanta. We'll be in all those places very soon. Um, Kyler's.com slash shows. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, and you'll see more about that there. And we're going to be doing our gift exchange. The Never Seen It gift exchange, where you'll receive a gift for a movie or TV show you've never seen, but had you seen it, you would understand the gift. Uh, we're going to be doing that very shortly. Follow us on Instagram at Never Seen It Show. That's where you'll get the info for that. That'll be on Instagram and Twitter at Never Seen It Show. Um, we're on Discord, if that's your jam. Fart.kylairs.com. We're all over. We're getting back in the groove. I know it's like the end of the year, but this is, I'm ready to go. So let's do it. Kyle Ayers, which is me, has never seen Greyhound. But I rewrote it. Here's my script. Todd will start a sentence and be like, yeah, you know, so I was kind of thinking that's kind of like, um, I have, uh, I have ADD. I'm not going to yeah. lie about it. And uh, I like to get... It's just uh, the word ad. It is. I am an advertisement for ADD. <laughs> don't watch the bar <laughs> the whole time. I wish I didn't tell you about it. You're like only staring it's kind down of fun, at yeah. it. You can push the colorful buttons good. if you yeah. want. If you have ADD, this machine is like a distraction box. I mean, this is a road sampler. I have a, a Rollin SP-808, uh, okay. which I do not use for any sort of audio recording or music recording. I just like playing with the little buttons and <laughs> adding things to samples and playing them. I used it once for my voicemail, I think. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> once? Is it to the voicemail you still have that's like... Like, no, it was dun, one. It was one dun, before that. Dun. Okay, yeah. I, I forgot that's my voicemail. Your voicemail is "Everybody Dance Now." It is, <laughs> and you don't know it is that because it sounds like someone answering a phone. It's, it's, I, it's I, a I, fake I, joke voicemail that everyone hates. It's one of those things <laughs> that you do you do when you first get a cell phone uh, when you're 16 in high school, and then you don't think about ever changing it because. Dude, if it works, man, why? You know, Cameo really broke. would have made bank back when fun voicemails oh were a thing. God, if yeah. you could just hire any celebrity to do the funny voicemail. I, I imagine Frank Caliendo would have made even more money <laughs> yeah. if voicemails would have hovered. Like, do you want almost Morgan Freeman to leave you a voicemail? <laughs> I want John Madden and Morgan Freeman to talk about how I'm unavailable. Wait, what's that? What's that thing uh, you showed me that like? Duck FX or something or Go Duck site or whatever. It's got like you celebrity voices. Oh yeah, there's a website that like um I don't remember exactly what it was, but there's maybe ten celebrities. Jay Z, I think, was the one that yeah. we did. And it 
takes text to voice in their inflection. It's and impressive. it's like, it's the end. Oh it's over. Yeah. Between that and deep fakes, it's, it's yeah. over. It's, it's yeah. absolutely over. I think that not enough people know what deep fakes are to be afraid of them. I agree with that. Yeah. But they are. Do you know what they are? Sean? Yeah. But my main question is when are you going to have Jay Z on this podcast now? Every episode from now on, now that <laughs> I, I have this technology. I wish I had it queued up right here. It's your boy. I know. Uh, maybe your there's a way we back. can do it. Well, everyone, you guys talk amongst yourself. I forget what the name <laughs> I'm just going to sound really dumb when the duck is not in the name at all. <laughs> I don't know why. Thought, it should be, though. It should be. Everything should have a duck in it. Yeah. What a weird animal. So strange. How weird are beaks? So here's one someone did a Bob Dylan singing baby one more time. I don't know if I have the right audio thing set up. Maybe not. I can't hear it. I don't hear it. Or unless that's the thing, like Bob Dylan would never sing that. So it's actually, there's no (laughs) song. I can't hear it either. The technology's over. You know now because my loneliness is killing me. And I must confess, I still believe, still believe. When I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Give me a sign. Let me bail you more time. I feel like I've never heard Hozier or Bon Iver, but I feel like that's what they sound like. <laughs> it is, um... It's just better than it should be. Way better than it should Especially be. Especially for singing. Yes. It's mimicking someone yeah. singing who can't even do that anymore himself. Yeah, I think it's important to point out that was not somebody doing a Bob Dylan impression. That right. was the Britney Spears song run through the filter of this Bob Dylan thing. Yeah, that was just put through. It's pretty um, crazy. That's scary. Yeah. Tacotron, voice model. That's I don't want to. We're not going to spend too much time doing that, but yeah. it, it can. And the Jay-Z one is even better. Yeah. And it's like him sort of ta- in like in a top. How he would sound in the beginning of a song where he's not just in a regular conversation, but he's not quite like flow rapping. Yeah. It's it and it does everything. Anyways, and deep fakes are terrible. People like can't tell what websites are real. Yeah. Or like what news is real. And now you're gonna have video of famous people saying all these things. Yeah. Insane. We're gonna get back to like middle ages time of like news is only what's happening in like your village. People <laughs> like that's all you can believe. Everything else is like, well, I don't People really will know see like here. an image of a t-shirt a guy's wearing that says, Not my America, and they'll be like, This is the news. <laughs> and you're like, This is how you basing your beliefs off a screenshot of a t-shirt. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Like those those um really specific Facebook t-shirts. It'll be like, I'm a man. I'm a Virgo. I was born in August. That's why I love guns and my wife. And like people Wait, be like, hell yeah, this is the guy. Is that a real shirt? That's a real thing. There's these things. They're like hyper specific targeted t-shirts and they basically, an algorithm builds a t-shirt for you oh my God. and then it sends it to you. And those ones that have a lot of text on them, like truck stop style t-shirts, It'll, like mine, you would see a shirt that's like only Gemini's who are June Gemini's who are over 30 love Pokemon still. And I'm like, what the fucking, yeah, I do. (laughs) So it's, it will be for how much people complain about what is real and and fake news right now. I think in your heart of hearts, you know, when you look at it and maybe you haven't, maybe you've been fed like propaganda so much that you don't. I think most people are pretty dumb right now, but you look at something and like the website, there's still ways to tell. Yeah. The website will be like flaming Ronald Reagan, Eagle.net. I mean, and you're like, well, if you're think about this, though, how much do we wish we would have gotten that web domain already? Like, I'm, that I'm squatting great, it is the only reason great, I know it. <laughs> it's a great website. That's My next album is going to come out on that website. <laughs> but like people, even then you can be like, but look, there's sites, nothing. There's nothing here. Imagine how easy people will be tricked when it's like a video of Trump. Yeah. Even though he like 
and deep fakes. And I bet his voice is very easy to mimic for the yeah. amount of insane things and samples they have. Yeah. I, mean, I think the more you talk and the more recording there is of you, the easier it is probably to make the robot. Yeah. So Trump is going to be very easy because he's distinct. He's said every uh, slur already. Yeah, anything Like on camera. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, There's no uh, reason to deep fake him. You don't and, need to do and it. And so it'll be very easy just to get him saying anything. Yeah. And then we, it's very, it's, I'm sure we with time could tell it is fake. Yeah. But who has that? You're looking at it on your phone, on Facebook, while you scroll with Fox News on in the background. Yeah. They're terrifying. There's, there's things are crazy. I don't know why we're talking about deep fakes so much. I always talk about my, my younger brother uh, lives in Minneapolis and he has, uh, he started a roofing company last year. And I always talked about like commercials of like, you should just do like a deep fake on a commercial. You're doing a local commercial. No one's a, no one's going to know. No one's going to care. No one's going to like, look it up later. And be like, was that really Barack Obama saying I should buy my roof from Jeff? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> no one's going to fucking know. There's like, how did he, or yeah. even if you do like a low, like Randy Moss or like someone like local or whatever, right. like dude, no one's going to know or care. You just like, that's like free costs a thousand bucks instead of like 50 grand. Well, and there's also like a lot of like Jay-Z is fighting back against this. Is he? And saying people can't do this thing and losing. Oh, I bet he and is. And they're not like taking down uberduck.ai. Uberduck. Is the one. I knew there was a and duck. And they're in not it. like taking down the the stuff. Yeah. So these companies are winning this I don't know what, you know, on what basis, but parody. Maybe. Classic parody. What lawsuit. if it's not parody? What if it's parity and they just want there even to be better. everything to Everyone be even? Should be, Everyone should be able to sound like Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> I buy that. I'll defend that. That's cool. It's not parody. It's a parody, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, let's see if we can get one of um of Jay-Z in here saying something. All right. I need to And if not, I'm sure you can get to Jay Farrow if you need to. <laughs> we can always edit that in. <laughs> I like that. I'm like, these things are horrible. I'll give you my Google account information as I sign up for an uberduck.ai account. Oh, good. Love it. Love it. Jay Farrow. What's he doing these days? You know, Besides um, coming over to do the Jay-Z thing that we just called him for. I'm going to say probably going on Sway. Yeah. I yeah. feel like he's a frequent guest. All right, let's see if Jay-Z can say to listen to Never Seen It. It's got to synthesize. How do you play it now? Everybody listening to Never Seen It podcast. Isn't that crazy? Hell yeah, oh dude. Oh my God. It's your boy. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, man. That's so tight. Let's see what Kendrick Lamar sounds like if we synthesize it in Kendrick Lamar's voice. That's crazy, right? This is like wrecked Char's day. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, this is, here we go. Here's here's Kendrick. Everybody listen to Never Seen It Podcast. That's crazy. That's pretty great, man. That's pretty great. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um, the, the, the section has rappers, and the next one is Ratatouille. <laughs> nice. Right, let's see what Remy the Rat says to listen to Never Seen It Podcast. I hope it's just squeaking. I hope it's squeaking. So it's bad. actual rat. It's not even the one <laughs> yeah. from the movie. It's taking a while to synthesize. Here we go. Everybody listening to never seen it, buckets. How is the comedians one so much worse? That's, that's the guy crazy. who I think for eventually I could have say that. Yeah. In yeah. real life, that's, he has a podcast on the same network. That's really funny. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, it is absolutely. I mean, that's crazy. The rap, the Kendrick Lamar one was like upsetting. That's scary. Yeah. And there's the rest of them are kind of. I'm gonna go back to rappers. That one's the most fun. But I could see. It's very easy to fool people. How obviously we're going to have Jay-Z read one of the roles in Greyhound now, right? <laughs> Let's see what Drake obviously. sounds. What if I click on Drake's and I play it and it's just someone crying? <laughs> It'll be me. I hate the sound of his voice. Everybody listening and never seen it. Oh, kiss. 
Podcast. Of course, he doesn't know what a podcast is. Yeah, that's podcast. how they say it in Canada. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. <laughs> These are all right. M- Eminem has freestyle Eminem, all eras Eminem, pre Eminem show. Which one? <laughs> I, I want to hear freestyle. I mean, it's right. my favorite Eminem. Here's freestyle Eminem saying, "Everybody, listen to Never Seen It podcast." Everybody listening to Never Seen It podcast. <laughs> They didn't have me till the end when we went podcast. Yeah, that was a little bit of a of an Eminem situation. That was that was specifically Eminem rapping in a garage. Yeah, that one. That's the worst one. Yeah, let's synthesize Kanye. You know what? I was going to play. Let's guess who it is saying this. We can do that after this one. Oh yeah, everybody listening to never seen it podcast. The that's Kanye one really is pretty good. Accurate. The Kendrick one is still yeah the the craziest one. Well, that's because right. Kendrick actually said that. Yeah, he came in to <laughs> do a bar and um, he got me to do that. All right, let me see if there's anyone else. I haven't really, I don't know. Let's see if you guys know who this one is. Welcome to Never Seen It, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> everybody listening to Never Seen It podcast. Nope. Not as good. No clue. No that idea. was Ice Cube. Oh. That one wasn't as good. That was not Ice Cube. Did they need to do some work on yeah, that? No. Maybe it was like con- condensation that messed it up. All right, here we go. Everybody listens and never seen it, podcast. Chance the Rapper. That was Chance the Rapper. Ooh. Heard it at the end, the very end. They really seem to be nailing it on podcast. Maybe the P, like the hard consonants are the things that really um are the, the hardest to say. It's just turning into an advertisement for Grammarly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some of that sponsorship money. All right, here's Kendrick Lamar saying you won't be able to tell the difference between what is real and what is fake. <laughs> this is crazy. This just on, and I'm in Safari, the worst browser. Imagine how good this would sound. Damn. You won't be able to tell the difference between what is real and what is fake. That is, I hate it. Yeah, that straight up could be an excerpt from his next album. I know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I want to put his lyrics in yeah. and see what it does, but uh, I don't have some of those words. Yeah. I can't copy those on my computer. <laughs> Wait, can we, can we just take a moment? That was a that was a sick, low key, uh, like unnecessary safari. Do you know burn. what this, that was tight? You know what the <laughs> scariest part about all this is? Is I can actually go through and adjust the pitch and inflection of every syllable. Oh, as yeah, well. you want to be an artist. This is just right. the default. That's just the robot. of Yeah. It. So if Do you have thing. specific notes for the little robot inside. Yeah. Um, wow. That's an Uber duck. Why do you think Safari's <laughs> the worst uh, browser? It, okay. So I would actually, it does some things better than other ones. Yeah, it's actually it's the most energy efficient browser. It, it's say. the best oh, for your it. battery life. Fucking right. Um, but it's the worst at running old plugins, which isn't, which is like a very Apple thing to be like, you guys should stop using that. That's but true. places don't. That's true. And they just stopped using Flash like at the end of last year. Yeah, everyone did. Yeah. So yep. it's just, it's the worst at like uh, older technology, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That's fair. That's um, very fair. Let me see if I have a Kyle Dad game I can put through the Kendrick Lamar machine. <laughs> what, uh, what would you say is your. Because I transcribed some of my dad's games for the deck for the TV show that, that we're trying to make of this. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited to hear Kendrick say, okay. What, what would you say is your favorite browser? Are you a Fire, Firefox Safari fan? at the same time. Hell yeah, dude. Firefox, I think, it's just so ugly, but it so does ugly. the best, and it does the best, and it's yep. best with privacy, and Absolutely. all that is good. Chrome, everyone uses Chrome. You don't own anything anymore. You can never fight for freedom and have a Gmail. You just can't do it. If you fight for freedom and have... People want to shit on Apple and stuff. They care about your privacy more than any of these other companies. That's true. Facebook and Google sell you. You are the product. Apple, yeah. they make the product. Yep. Facebook, I'm just doing Kendrick Lamar lyrics as myself now. <laughs> you are the product. You are. Yes. <laughs> no, Steve Jobs was big on that, man. That yeah. dude is, he likes making products. 
People, people are imperfect, but products can be perfect. That was his big thing. All right, here we go. This is uh, guess what movie Kyle's dad is describing having only seen the movie. Oh wait, here we go. Um. Okay. 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 Oh wow. Guess what movie Kendrick okay, Lamar read the description Kyle's dad did. <laughs> All right, so I transcribed one of my dad's games, like I said, to have this down. This is uh, Kendrick Lamar. This is guess what movie Kendrick Lamar is describing, having only read the words my dad said when he described the movie trailer, <laughs> never having heard of the movie, the game. Uh, synthesizing, synthesizing, synthesizing. This one might take a while. I love a good synthesizer. <laughs> we, 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 all right, so Safari is both the best and worst browser. What do you think is the best and worst synthesizer? Akai. Oh, Damn, he is ready the to best, roll the on best that. Best more synthesizer is honestly probably well the a Nord. A Nord. Uh, the Nord. I, I because it is expensive, but it is the best. Nords do they know what they're doing, man? Because they feel like keys. They actually feel like keys yeah. instead of pushing down on uh, uh, plastic. Hell yeah, dude! But it's crazy when you feel like a, an electric keyboard and it has the weight of a piano. I like that. All right, here we go. It's gonna be so fast, probably. Okay, she's cussing right out of the gate here. He gets right that she's the mother. She's talking to the news and we see a cop drive up at his bright red. He said the sun isn't very fair. She talks really fast at him. Her lady with a funny girl's a problem with what she put up. Some of these people have southern accents. Some of them she heard the dentist and know the cop is walking and asking about it. It seems kind of funny though. The music is really big. Everyone is really upset. She interrupted the news. Some really vulgar language. <laughs> that, was it Cruella? It was not Cruella. Was it uh, Devil Wears Prada? It was not Devil Wars Prada. You're only guessing Matilda? Meryl Streep or oh, yeah. movies uh, that I people. Like, oh no, Meryl Streep's not in Cruella, is she? Ah, uh, oh yeah, no. I'm thinking Glenn Close played her. Yeah. I've, I felt like it was. Uh, he said something about a lady with funny hair. Oh, Amelie. Yeah. I heard dentist at one point. Yeah, I heard dentist. Yep, all that too. was part of it. All right, we were looking for three billboards outside Epping, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, also, it kind of sounded like Dan Licata at times. <laughs> Wait, I just that was the answer. Three billboards outside Epping, oh, Missouri. Oh yeah, she does yell at people. Three billboards outside Epping, Missouri. Yeah. He, listen to how he says Missouri. Three billboards outside Epping, Missouri. It's kind Missouri. of like he's from there. Yeah, yeah, it's tight. Wow, that's really tight. Thanks, Kendrick, for coming on. Well, now that I talked about how bad of an idea that was and then put it out into the world 75 times Hell for the first 15 yeah. minutes of the podcast, um, this has never seen it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Skylers. This is a podcast where comedians rewrite movies they've never seen before. Today, I have never seen Greyhound. So we did this at a live show in Chicago, and unfortunately, we had some tech issues grabbing the audio. So we're going to do a reading here today. Uh, I'm here with Daniel Shar and Todd Sklar. Hello. That sounds cool back to back. Yeah, hey. we should do a thing. Daniel Shar and Todd Sklar. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Your boy's back. It's fun to play that through there and see what the world thinks someone sounds like. Like they really, really think he's kind of always almost out of breath. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. But I'm sure he's okay. I bet he hates that. Uh, <laughs> so this is Greyhound. I've never seen Greyhound. This is a Tom Hanks movie. Have you heard of this? I've heard of it, but I think you're, um, you and the rest of America also never saw this movie. I think it did. Uh, nobody came and saw it, right? It, it was an Apple was the it first, was like one it was, of, it was like Apple Plus is like can you believe we have a movie? Yep. It was sort of like their um, House of Cards. Yep. Although maybe the morning show is that Apple has a lot of this programming. was pre morning show though. This was yeah yeah. I know that it was the only reason I knew this movie existed is I listened to Conan talk to Tom Hanks, <laughs> and Conan was like I loved Greyhound. Oh, and every, then they never really talked about it at all. But he was like this movie was made for me. And I I'm feel like, like every dad loves nautical submarine movies. I didn't even know it was nautical. Really. No. How am I supposed to know what that is? Every poster Tom Hanks is on, he's in a uh, 
got a captain's he, he, yeah, but he's wearing right? the, whatever the equivalent of a captain is. He's wearing that hat and he's looking that direction. Yeah, that's true. And everyone, that Saving Private Ryan, Greyhound, Polar Express. Yeah. I mean, every single one is just a wearing a hat and kind of looking. The movie where he's the Captain Phillips. Yeah. Uh, literally the movie where they say <laughs> you yeah. are the captain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but all of them, he's uh, Woody. All of them. He's always looking over there to the left. I think I'm going to try to bring back I'm the captain now. I'm going to start saying that. Well, then I guess I have a role for you in this script. <laughs> is he a captain in Castaway or just a pilot? Oh, he's a pilot. Oh, he's, yeah. he's a captain of the boat that he takes off the island. Right. right. Uh, yeah. Um, so I have, I know nothing about this. Apple, I just think, aside, Ted Lasso is keeping it afloat. Is that an Apple show? Yeah. I'm going to, this is going to be, I feel like every time I'm on this podcast, I say something horribly divisive, but I fucking hate Ted Lasso so much. Whoa. That show makes me want to jump out of a window. Whoa. I hate it. And I hate that everybody told me I, I would imagine like he it. would say something like, well, little buddy, TV's not for everybody. No, I got uh, <laughs> the Jason Sudeikis synthesizer. <laughs> yeah, <going. laughs> baby. That's just the Will Ferrell synthesizer turned down a couple levels. <laughs> no, I hate that show so much. It, you do nothing you? happens. It's like a, I have not seen it. Really? We did it on here and people have said it was an insanely accurate script because it, it was. was just sort of, it was, I yeah, love it that. was, I love seen that. Ted Lasso. Yep. Did you like it? Uh, yes and no. That's the, you don't have to say that you didn't like it because I'm here. I've never met anyone else no. who didn't like it besides me. And I guess Alex also hated it. Did you it. watch it? I watched four episodes okay. and I'm not joking. And part of this is because there was a pandemic that's been going on for, you know, a year and a half now, but I think the hardest thing I've had to do in the last two years was try to watch five episodes. Really? I couldn't make it through five. It wasn't like, keep a decent distance from the microphone you're talking into? No, that one is just a natural thing. Because <laughs> you're not doing it right now. <laughs> Am I too close or too far? Too far. Like, go like an inch closer. Closer? Yeah. See how it like sounds I'm, better? Yeah, but I always feel like I'm going to eat the mic, dude. I don't want to eat well, the then mic. Well, turn it down. Then we'll burn I think, it up that, more I think that there is something to, um, and this is coming from a guy who runs a compliment contest. Um, <laughs> there's something to like relentless... Um, unironic positivity yes. that yeah. sometimes feels condescending. I agree with that. And I think optimism, I'm pro optimism. Um, but I feel like, so I don't, it's, this is interesting. The Ted Lasso thing. I love the concept of that character and the idea of the show. I hate mm -hmm. the execution of it. I hate how I think if somebody had told me like, Oh, this is like a, a show your parents are going to really like, you should watch it. It's kind of sweet. I'd be like, Oh, that's fun. Like the good place or something. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. I would have liked it. But everyone's like, Oh my God, you're going to love this show. Comedy's back. This is like totally your thing. And I was like, I honestly, if, if I was still like a Facebook person, I would go on Facebook and unfriend every single person who told me I would like that show. <laughs> it was like offensive. I to think me. there's something to, it's an unfair thing to tell someone something is for them. Yes. Yep. Yep, it never works out well. It's never a good thing. Yeah, that is, uh, it, it is never going to quite be that. I'm and trying to think of something. I think you should leave is like the only example where that has actually worked out okay. Yes. But yep. that's because it's kind of funny to be funny and there is no weight put in it to make you feel. And there's enough variety in it that I feel like everybody's sensibility there's you know there's a sketch somewhere in there that's you like, ever that's like what uh, they must have been talking, talking about. about it and you're pretentious about the like, this one's not that it's like it was the oh, funniest yeah. thing you watched that week and you're like well, this, these ones are funnier and you're yeah. like oh i can't believe there's so much work 
But now that it's all there and it's only like an hour total to watch the entire yeah, thing, it's very easy to like pick and choose. That's true. But it, it is tough to tell someone that, that something is for them. Well, because you're telling them what you think of them. You're yeah. saying things that you wouldn't feel comfortable saying outside of it being related to a show. No one right. say like, hey, you know what? I think that you are kind of dumb and your comedy is like a little stupid and you like sports. <laughs> uh, so you're going to love this show. Oh, like, wow. You're Midwestern. Like, yeah. Like you're just going to love See, this. that is why I think I would love the show is because he references Kansas City a lot. And I'm like a sucker for like literally if like Hitler had one of those heart shirts with the KC in the middle, I'd be like, what's he talking about though? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I am a Jew and if Hitler was pro Oklahoma Joe's, I would, he's I would in, probably support he's in like, he's in like a purple rain yeah, t-shirt. Like, and so you're yeah. like, what does he mean? Everybody? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but it's interesting. Like, I feel like that's like a show that has, if it had been phrased to me differently. Or if I went into it differently, I could totally like it. Uh, but I hate it. What are some of the so Kansas much. city references? Does he reference Oklahoma Joe's or barbecue or stuff? He talks about barbecue. That's tight. Uh, I mean, I, again, I only made it through four, uh, episodes, but yeah. well, uh, if he hasn't brought up Oklahoma Joe's in the first four, that's a go-to reference. You would think so. He that's talks the about Tyler's at one point. <laughs> that's the end of season one. He goes, and now yeah. we're going to Oklahoma Joe's barbecue. <laughs> Someone's like, didn't they just choose your name to the dun dun from oh, yeah. law and order Inception? place. Oh, even better. <laughs> The Inception thwomp. I feel like anytime anything is confusing, the Inception like uh, sound effect thing should play. I haven't rewatched Inception since I saw it in movie theaters, and I bet I would like it. I rewatch that movie probably like once a year. Yeah. It's so fun. I it's so it's, fun when you're not trying to figure out what's going on. We just like already know what's happening. So it's yeah. just fun to watch it unravel. Yeah, it's I great. like the look at all the different colors. Great colors. <laughs> Wonderful colors. No stupid, uh, dumb comedy so, to offend you. Char, did you make it through the second season? Did you watch? Yeah, you I watched just it all? finished it the other day. Yeah. yeah. Is it? I guess sometimes I wonder how I'm not saying it's like a one, but he's like, so what, how is there conflict? There isn't. That's part of the problem of the show. It's that nothing happens. It's okay. just a straight up. Nothing happens. Nothing matters. I love shows like that. I, you know what? I like shows like that is when they reset every episode, like Bob's burgers has like a little conflict, but kind of never stakes. Yeah. Yeah. And I love work. it for that because I think it is the best example of, of where there can be really it's so, first it's so funny it's really there's a million jokes and it has like a simpsons level almost not quite that level of like depth to side characters but everyone is very particular and it's funny and you're never like worried that's, you're not like this won't get resolved maybe that's the the joy of it re dude, resetting every episode you're gonna love ted lasso but also it's a cartoon and it's yeah. like the kids are a central character so what are the stakes for them you yes. know what i mean like she does she like a butt or something is like a stake for an episode which to a kid can matter like can be the biggest thing in the world for mm -hmm. you for a day you know i and do love bob's burgers it's great and it's exactly like in its great. 15th season or something like that it's still making these animated shows quietly are just going yeah, for south park going. is still on and like kind of going forever. And I liked it more when it wasn't a linear thing because I thought it was more, you could have more ridiculous sort of fake stakes and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it's hard. I don't know. I, I can't really say anything about it because I didn't watch Ted Lasso, except it feels like they made a show to distract everyone from COVID. <laughs> it <laughs> like, succeeds in that. I mean, I think, I think like uh, there's an interesting thing about when something is 
this is a weird thing, but like with like streaming networks, we don't have a set parameter of what we totally expect their shows to be like. Like if it was on ABC, I would think that would be the greatest, funniest show that a network sitcom has ever done. You know what I mean? Okay. Or kind of, or if, but if it was on Comedy Central, be like this is really kind of like weak and lame, and like I wish it was more absurd, or I wish it was a little more biting, or I wish it was a little more you know joke centric. Uh, but because it's on you know Apple, like we don't really know what to go into expect. So like, sure, your expectations, I think alter your perception of the show way more than it would if it was on something else. At least to me, that's like, yeah, it does actually honestly look like an ABC show to me. It very much is. It uh, looks and feels a and little it'd be bit a great like one that. If it was that, like yeah. that's like, if that's what you go into it expecting, then it's wonderful. I hadn't connected the dots until just now of how many times they use iPhones. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It really that is, is kind of like one, a commercial. One of my favorite advertising things that failed was the NFL got a giant partnership with Microsoft Surface when the Surfaces Tremendous. first came out. This was the and best. the hosts of Monday Night Football called them iPads every Non-stop. single episode. Like, look at those. They got the iPad the first year because they're looking at plays on them. They used to print the plays off. And they're yep. like, he's got one of those iPads. Look at those iPads. That's a nice iPad. And then the next week, they it looked like they had to be nice to Microsoft and like concede. So there were eight billion Microsoft ads. <laughs> and then they started calling them Microsoft iPads, which is just so funny to me. You're also <laughs> le- even leaving worse. out maybe the best part is that like half of the coaches didn't use them, which is yeah. like, and they tried to force them to remember Belichick would always like, uh, he would have like, paper on top of <laughs> yeah. the iPad and think, or on top of the surface. And it was just such a funny it's, way it's to like force an edit. Like, and it's like, if you did learn, it's gotta be way better than printing these off on the sidelines. You would think, and right? looking yeah. at this, you can watch replays. Literally. So then they started having carriers that said Microsoft surface and everything <laughs> was right. Microsoft surface. And they, but they were just like, look at those iPads. They got those iPads. <laughs> and I'm like, Apple's probably just like, this should be their commercial. Yeah. Yeah. They should put this in their skits. That's so good. (laughs) So good. Well, that's the other thing. Did you guys know Ted Lasso started as a commercial? It was like a series of commercials. He, I did not character. I listened to some podcast he was on and he talked about how they did a series of ads where he, that was like a character he created for some ads that he did. And then somehow that got turned into like a, Oh boy, that doesn't surprise me. So I me. see we've come full circle on the caveman show on Fox. <laughs> yeah, or whatever, pretty much. Where they were like, what if we make an ad based on these guys or TV? I'm excited to see the gecko in the flow cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. Get that in there. <laughs> the FCU, the girl from AT&T commercials. She's actually pretty funny though. Milana? Um, yeah. She's so funny. Yeah. She's, it's interesting. That- I just mean in the commercials. I don't know what oh. she does for like comedy and stuff. They're pretty funny commercials. <laughs> she's tremendous funny outside those commercials unfortunately that's like all she does now those commercials but that's like one of those cases that made me wonder how many other spokesman people uh outside of those commercials were actually like super talented people that you just didn't know were talented right i heard the spokesperson for verizon actually goes to sex cults in west hollywood Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and i guess did a tv thing too a little tiny Um, a couple yeah just a small little thing but okay so great the thing greyhound greyhound tom hanks isn't it this is when it it, you never thought he would be, I don't want to call it a fake movie. It's not. I think he wrote it as well. He did write it. It does look like a fake movie. Here's an interesting thing. Not to, I feel like this is like Todd Sklar's hour of shitting on streaming services, but like, I feel like none of those streamers have been able to make a actual like quality production at this point. They like, all they just feel look very digital and like very, a streaming movie. Yes. You watch the movie and you're watching it. The only one that didn't, I watched black widow, which is a Marvel movie. And it, it came out streaming simultaneously, but that's because it's Marvel and it came out in theaters at the same time and they made it before the pandemic. And like, it yeah. didn't feel like that, but everything you're like, Oh, this is a Netflix movie. And you watch it and you're like, it does kind of feel like Wikipedia. It feels like duck duck website made a movie. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Yeah. Very much so. And 
the TV shows do as well. Yep. And I think they just, they're like, well, for half the cost, we can make twice as much stuff and it looks, no one cares. That's the problem is that no one cares. And, and maybe that's not a problem. Maybe I'm the problem for caring. I mean, I think, I think that's the thing at the end of the day that like the- You're a Karen. Okay, I'm a C-A-R-I-N. Yeah, man, I care about that. I want that depth of field. I want the glass. I need no, this. Like, I need the Kendrick Lamar. Never seen it. Like, like <laughs> that sounded like Jason, but like, cute up here. No, I think that there's something to the dilution of it all. Um, yeah. As far as like people seem to be consuming way more, and but I, I haven't been to a movie theater since. I think Knives Out. Like I, it was pre-COVID was the last time I went to a movie theater. I, I was at a movie theater yesterday. Oh yeah. Or two what, days what ago. Did you see? I saw the new Bond. Was it tight? It was great. It looks it was tight. Wonderful. It was so good. It was just, I was so great to see in a theater. I know people say that, but like it really was a, like seeing a big screen with a giant audience of people who've been waiting two years like oh, we yeah. have to watch this movie. It was so fun. And I forgot how fun movies could be. And like, we just got to keep going to movies. His, his Bond movies are either great or kind of hard to watch, like plot wise. Yes. But the action sequences in them are always insane. Like, you could always so good. You could say either of those statements about this movie. I I, I didn't have a problem at all with the plot. Of a few of my friends who I went with like did at first. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was great. I, I think it. like Spectre, which I found uh, disappointing because the cast was so good. Yes. Um. But the opening sequence is like Incredible. the dopest. It's like better than any Bourne action sequence. Yes. Better than any Bond action sequence I've ever seen. I'm like, this is gonna be the best movie I've ever seen. And then nothing ever was fun. The rest of the yeah, time. Yeah. That is always, uh, I, while I like Daniel Craig, I think he's great at it. It's always, they've been progressively getting a little less fun. Yes. The first one was literally Casino Royale. Like, it's like, he's there was a 20 minute poker scene that was funny. 20 and minutes? Dude's like, I'm sorry. It's like hold an on. Hour. It's at it least an hour. It's like one dies. hour of poker. He literally like, dies during it. And like, it goes back, <laughs> comes back to play more poker. During, but like, a, the, there's dude, more the, poker the in Casino Royale than rounding. And like, oh yeah, for sure. It's well, unreal. Imagine they catch a hanger. In Casino Royale, and they're just beating up Edward, who'd be a good Bond villain. Great Bond villain. Um, That's a, somebody needs to get Hollywood. Skyfall was so great, and Javier Bardem's like on that crazy island with like supercomputers inside of an old relic. So good. And then eventually they're just like, not having Christoph Waltz be doper, like upset me. I agree. You know, what's interesting. I was really disappointed with Spectre and then I rewatched it pre going to this one mm-hmm. and watching it the second time with not, not having ex- the bar being lowered. Uh, yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. I was very surprised. But there's just no way. Um, no time to die. Yeah. Would right. go straight to Netflix. No, not a chance. From and I'm, and I'm glad they didn't, but I'm that's what was didn't. so weird about Greyhound to me. I don't mean to be pushing it back in it is it's yeah. weird to see Tom Hanks only on a streaming thing because there's yeah. people there's actors there's tv actors there's movie actors then there's people who you can't fathom having a straight to yeah. a streaming service movie and there's like nine of them yeah yeah and he's one of them he nine. is one of them yep let alone straight to if he's gonna make a movie i feel like it's on hbo or some you know you give like no. different yeah. weight to streaming services absolutely it's crazy I'll tell you what is really crazy, not to bring this full circle, but the second act of that Bond movie is basically (laughs) like a 90s Harrison Ford movie. And I feel like Daniel Craig could fill that mantle. I feel like no one can do Harrison Ford from the 90s, Tom Hanks from the 90s. Like, we don't have people, even Bruce Willis. Like, we don't have actors. We don't have movies like that anymore. But we also don't have actors that could inhabit those roles. I think something has happened where those people are now like The Rock. And he's yeah, but too, he could never do that. Yeah. No, I know. He's too worried about like, he's like image conscious. Absolutely. Where it's like, when was Tom Hanks ever in shape? Never. Like even like Harrison Ford and Bruce Willis, they're never ripped. <laughs> no, you when, know what I mean? When Harrison Ford like jumps away from a exploding car, it's like, he's going to be in the hospital for a week. Like that <laughs> looked painful. That's like my dad doing that. Yeah. Like, And even like, you know, Will Smith in the nineties was like in shape, but 
he was never the size of the right. Yeah. These yeah. guys look like superheroes. Well, yeah. If the rock hard. did big, it would be huge. <laughs> yeah. Artificially and then large. Have a shout out tequila. No, here's the thing though, is like you point out a good thing. I was making a joke about it, but like if you watch like Patriot games after like they get like gunned down or whatever, like it doesn't cut to him like gearing up to go on an expedition to go yeah. like fight somebody's like that that fucked him up. That was a crazy event in his life. Now he's got to do There was with his a family. clear line like, between there there were those passes. guys and then there were like the Stallone Schwarzeneggers who played Stallone Schwarzeneggers and whatever yes. like Never seriously trying to be in Jungle Cruise no, or something yeah. like that. Where yes. you're just like, and here I am, the real. Yes. If, I just, if The Rock had the sense of humor about himself that Schwarzenegger does, I would still love him. I agree. But I he, agree. there was, seemed to be a point where he could have, and it was when he did Fast and the Furious, he could have had a, he could have been self aware about it and yeah. had fun. And instead, he thought he was the most important part of a thing. Yeah. And that's when it sort of like veered in And that's when he made the like, Tooth Fairy. That's, <laughs> I think that was post Tooth Fairy, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. He, he seemed to just want yeah. to become an Instagram ad. Well, you know what's interesting is I wonder how much of that is like him versus how much of that is like, here's what your career and your people telling you, like, here's how you're going to be making money. Here's sure. how you advance your career. Like, I wonder how much of that is even like a choice at this point. Imagine you're you're in the room with The Rock and you're like, I think I could help you advance your career. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I could message 100 million people right now. It's it's crazy. But here's the thing. Here's the thing I always go back to is like, remember when he first started doing movies and he was doing kind of like bad B action movies like Scorpion Walk, Walking Tall or Standing Tall. And oh, Scorpion. yeah. Like somebody at some point in his career trajectory, like gave him advice and said, like, stop doing these things and start doing this thing. And, and that thing worked. is work with Kevin Hart. But, th- but that works. So now once once there's one time where a guy tells you what to do and it works, now you have to kind of consider everybody's advice for the rest of your life because yeah. it wasn't you that figured out how to make it work because none of us figure out how to make it work because everything is luck and you can't. But like at some point, you're never going to be able to say like, ah, oh, you know what, this guy's idea, it's dumb. I'm not going to listen to it because, well, what if he's right and I actually don't know what I'm thinking or talking about? So like it's tough if you're like, I feel like the more successful and famous you get, the harder it is to make decisions based on your gut sure. or like, because like you just don't know. Yeah, I found that to be so true, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like earlier, Shar was going to use the longer XLR cable with the microphone, but the dog got tangled up in it. I think we made the right choice, though. I think yeah. we did a good job. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But let's let's do this Greyhound thing. Let's do the script. Yeah, this would. I, I really, truly. It was the first one that like. Even like when Kevin Spacey was in House of Cards and people are like, can you believe it? I'm like, I can believe that because he doesn't feel like Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks only feels, well, <laughs> that's an interesting sentence on its own. That's true. Uh, um, that's true. That's a fun text tone if you yeah. isolate that. Kevin Spacey doesn't feel like Tom Hanks. Thank God. Um, <laughs> the wrong kid got COVID. Um, but it, it just like feels, uh, Tom Hanks just felt too big to be a straight to because straight to streaming feels like the new straight to TV. I agree. And it used to be a huge deal when someone would do that. And now just like, I don't even think the, you know, there, there's so few people. I don't, it felt a little weird when Will Smith did like bright. That was so weird. And you're like, well, this isn't, but this should have been a movie. Yes. Like, I don't even really call them movies. Yeah. They're not, even though it is their content. 
I like okay. calling content. I like to be a real snob asshole and be like, oh, that's some good content. Because yeah, like that content. Because the people who made it are content. Yeah, they're content with what they did. Yeah. Well, but I think also like I mean I mean I I'll shit on it all day long, but also like if Netflix was like, hey, we'll give you you know twenty million dollars to go make your movie, and but here's the thing, it's going to kind of be a little you know milk toast and boring. But yeah, yeah I'll take that twenty. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, I'd like to get a uh, dental plan and I'll see. You know what? I bet Greyhound's probably good. I mean, I've heard it's good from, uh, I mean, again, these are people who all love maritime uh, adventure movies, but every dad loves, you know, I feel like here's the big problem with this movie, in my opinion, is like your target market is dads not doing chores on the weekend. And none of those guys watch Apple TV. So like, you're not going to imagine how many dads sat down and then went to watch it because it showed up on like their everything on, you know how the TV is like an aggregate for all of the streaming Oh yeah, and they clicked and it's like, log in. They're like, the fuck is this? <laughs> I need the Netflix. Yes. And they're like, it's not Netflix. And he's like, here it is. I need the Roku. Then you have to like explain oh, the difference yeah. between a Roku and Netflix and Apple TV. Imagine you're saying Apple TV plus to your dad. Who's just tired. Yeah. Don't want to deal with it. <laughs> he's oh, just so tired. And you're yeah. like, well, here's Apple TV plus is actually a separate. And he's like, I fucking fuck. Yeah. Tin cup is on TBS. So we're watching. Right. That. Like, I'm going like, to watch, uh, the hunt for red October with commercials. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Every it's time. Dead. Um, so I'd never seen this. I, I looked up best, uh, most popular movies of 2020. So this came out in 2020, okay. I guess, but this is what made me, I, I was looking for something to write for the live show. And, um, this is what I got from, from most popular movies of 2020 was like on the list. And, uh, so I'd never seen Greyhound. So let's, let me look at the casting here. A lot of it's going to be reveals. Nice. Uh, Char, will you be Tom Hanks? Yes. Todd, will you be, f- uh, figure who also is someone else later? Sure. Um, and then I will cast the, as we go, Todd, will you also be the, on page three, the person who talks at the bottom of page two, we were two sided here to save page. Oh, one. wow. Two sided. You um, got it. Yeah. So you'll be that person and the rest of it will cast up as we go. All right. Very nice. All right. <clears throat> Kyle Ayers has never seen Greyhound. Let me check on Mojo. Make sure he's okay. Um, and for everyone listening, Mojo's in the other room, and he hates that this is happening. We put him. Mojo in the other room? Yeah, because he's going to start barking. That's why I wasn't kissing. Yeah, let's get him back, man. Do you want him to come after the script? All right, we'll all right, have right, him come right, back. Right. We're literally about with 38 minutes and 27 <laughs> yeah. seconds into the second recording yeah. of this episode, and we're starting the script. And if you want to hear the live show version of this script, patreon.com slash never seen it. I put the video up. It doesn't sound great, but it's video of the whole thing. Hell yeah. Um, all right, here we go. Kyle Ayers has never seen Greyhound. Based on the poster for Greyhound, the title Greyhound, and how pretty much every Tom Hanks movie plays out. Greyhound, a Tom Hanks movie that came out in 2020, I think. Streaming on Apple, so hopefully you caught it during your free trial or the brief time you subscribed to binge watch Ted Lasso. Interior, (laughs) a plain white, empty room. We open with a POV shot of eyes opening. A bright light floods over them, saturated haze drenching the entire shot. Slowly into frame, a hand raises up, attempting to block out the light. A blurry figure stands in the foreground. Hello? What? What's happening? Tom Hanks coughs a bit and catches his breath. No, Mr. Hanks. Now relax. It's time to go. The figure reaches out towards Tom Hanks. Rita, is that you? No, Mr. Hanks. Why would Rita be calling you Mr. Hanks? I don't know. A sex game? The figure makes a move towards Tom Hanks, and his eyes slowly close. Our POV shot fades to black. Interior, a Greyhound bus. Night. A repeat of the first shot, eyes slowly opening. In In front of him is the back of a bus seat. It smells like absolute shit. Not like it smells bad, so I'll use the word shit to describe it, but it smells like absolute shit. Shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Poop. Entirely. The smell is thick in the way that you feel like you need to move your hand through it to get around. Like you're walking through curtains, 
but they're not actually there. It's just a very thick shit smell. The bus smells like absolute shit, and the audience is about to learn why in this subtle way. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this bus smells like fucking shit. The consistent hypnotizing rumble of wheels against pavement rolls underneath his feet. He looks over. The aisle seat next to him is empty. Across the row is a man asleep against the window. And next to him on the aisle, an older man in a red cardigan sweater, sitting straight up, staring straight forward, hands folded on his lap. Tom Hanks is looking around confused. He leans towards the man in the red cardigan. Um, hey friend, hate to bother you, but where am I? For a beat, there's no response. Sir, what is this place? The man in the red cardigan's head slowly turns towards Tom. Oh, howdy there, neighbor. It's a beautiful day on the Greyhound. Mr. Rogers? Okay, so this is about to get extremely graphic. (laughs) I'm sorry. Mr. Rogers pulls a large knife. You can just throw it on the floor if you don't. Mr. Mr. Rogers pulls a large knife out of nowhere and begins stabbing the man next to him over and over again in the head and the (laughs) neck and the back. It's like that scene in Zodiac at the park. Tom Hanks starts freaking out, backing up against the window of the bus. He sits frozen as Mr. Rogers completely decapitates the man next to him, then holds the man's severed head up for Tom to see. Mr. Rogers then begins eating the man's flesh, blood squirting everywhere. Now, you're probably asking yourself, what the fuck, Kyle? Why is this so graphic? What if I told you this actually happened on an actual fucking Greyhound? It did. It did. I didn't take buses for like three years yeah. because I used to take a bus down to Philly. Me and Rennie would do Philly Friday, go down to Philly yeah. and get cheesesteaks. We stopped. This actually happened. Oh it wasn't God. Mr. Rogers, but a dude got his head cut off oh my God. and Greyhound is still a fucking company. <laughs> How the fuck does that happen? And you, now you might be replying, well, Kyle Greyhound tickets are like $2. So for that cheap, you should accept pretty decent odds. You're going to get your head cut off. <laughs> and to that, I say, you're probably right. Mr. Rogers drops a man's severed head to the ground and looks right at Tom Hanks. Looks like he's not sleepless anymore. Also, <laughs> we're not in Seattle at all here. This bus is heading to Duluth. What the fuck is this bus? Mr. Rogers starts climbing towards Tom and begins singing. It's a beautiful day in the Greyhound. A beautiful day in the Greyhound. Won't you be mine? He stands in the aisle and, holding the bloody knife up, jumps towards Tom. Tom Hanks grabs Mr. Rogers by both wrists, fending him off to avoid getting stabbed. He assesses the situation and yells, Look, someone who said they didn't grow up watching you. Where? Tom Hanks uses this opportunity to twist Mr. Rogers' wrists, and the knife falls to the floor. Tom kicks Mr. Rogers' legs out from underneath him, grabs the knife from the floor, and thrusts it up through Mr. Rogers' chest. A voice, uh, uh, Todd, this is you, and this is someone else later, too. Same character. A voice calls out over the intercom. Hey, cut it out back there. (laughs) There's silence. As his life drains from his eyes, Mr. Rogers mutters through a cough. Tell Mr. McFeely. Fuck you. (laughs) Mr. Rogers dies. Tom Hanks, Mojo's sad about it in the other room. Tom Hanks kicks his corpse to the floor. Suddenly, the Greyhound intercom kicks on again. Attention to our passenger. Welcome to the Greyhound. If you want off the... The intercom cuts out. There's a bunch of clicks, and the announcer tries to get it back working. Where was I? Uh, If you want off the bus, you'll... The intercom cuts out again. More clicks and the sound of the announcer smacking the intercom mouthpiece in his hands. (laughs) Jesus Christ, this bus is a piece of shit. Nothing works on here. Am I on? I'm on? Oh, well, God damn it. Now he heard that whole rant about the intercom. (laughs) We're supposed to look professional here, people. Anyways, uh, if you want to make it off the bus, you'll have to make it to the front where the door is. There's a beat. Okay. And that's how you'll get off the bus. Yeah, that's how buses work. Okay, smart guy. Well, there's a bunch of bad shit between you and that door. You should lead with that. I don't need to talk to you. I run this Greyhound now. I am in control. Good luck getting to the front. A click as he hangs up the intercom. Tom Hanks gathers himself and steps into the aisle. 
All right, Tom, time to get off this bus. Now standing in front of him is a younger man with a clean haircut and a tan suit. This is Utah. Oh, God, I see the pattern here. My mom always said death was like a box of chocolates. You can get it any time, but statistically, are more likely around the holidays. (laughs) That's true. That is true. (laughs) Jesus, that was a walk to get there. (laughs) Forrest Gump charges at Tom in his ridiculous running motion. Tom is able to sidestep it, and as Forrest passes, unable to turn quickly because he has such a head of steam, Tom reaches up and grabs a feather out of the air and stabs Forrest through the temple. Forrest falls to the ground, and Tom whispers in his ear, You prevented other better movies from winning Best Picture. It's easier to say that. In retrospect, <laughs> Forrest Gump dies. Tom Hanks looks up and staring at him in the aisle is Sully, Robert Langdon, and Ray from the Burbs. Hell yeah. <laughs> they all charge, but in that way that John Wick bad guys charge, so sort of at the same time, but pretty much one at a time. Sully <laughs> misses bad with a punch and Tom knocks him over, over the back of the head. Bet you could have landed that punch if I was in the Hudson River. Robert Langdon says, this is Todd. I am from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage? No, that's National Treasure. I'm you with his hair from that. It's a worse version of that. <laughs> Robert lunges at Tom but misses by a mile because he didn't anticipate the way Tom could shift himself in the aisle. Tom stabs Robert's back and Robert falls to the floor. It's all about angles, you demon. Mm. All the remaining Hanks characters on the bus boo that pun. <laughs> <laughs> Ray from the Burbs grabs the thing that ties his robe together and throws it around Tom's neck. I've always been underrated. As Tom is choking, running down the Greyhound aisle is a French Mastiff. It (laughs) lunges at Tom, but he ducks, and the dog bites off Ray's entire head. He now has a taste for flesh. The dog looks up at Tom. Good boy. The dog is on Tom Hanks' side now. (laughs) I don't know how to transition to that, but he is. Uh, Staring them down in the bus aisle are three more Hanks characters. Andrew Beckett, Josh from Big, and the coach from A League of Their Own. (laughs) Andrew charges first, and Tom kills him easily because Hooch aids him. Josh from Big runs at Tom next, but gets distracted. Oh my God, a puppy. He's a kid or something in that movie, right? I don't know. He gets distracted by the dog. Hooch eats Josh from Big. (laughs) An upset. This upsets the coach from A League of Their Own. Tom Hanks calls out to the coach. Oh my God, are you crying? There's no crying in bus fights. He throws the knife through the coach's head and Hooch catches the knife on the other side like it's a Frisbee. (laughs) The coach from A League of Their Own falls to the ground. There's a beat. Tom Hanks and Hooch. I fucking forgot about this paragraph. Tom Hanks and Hooch look up to see standing before them the characters we all know and love and have memorized by name. <laughs> so we didn't have to look up. Alan Bauer, Rick Gasco, <laughs> Richard Harlan Drew, Lawrence Whitley, Born the Third, Walter Fielding Jr., David Basner, David Bradley, Detective Pep Strebeck, Josh Baskin, Stephen Gold, Joe Banks, Sherman McCoy, Old Mike slash the narrator, Jim Lovell, <laughs> Mr. White, Captain John H. Miller, Joe Fox, Paul Edgecombe, Chuck Nolan, Michael Sullivan Sr., FBI agent Carl Hanratty, Professor G.H. Dore, Mailbox Elvis cameo, the conductor slash hero slash boy slash father slash Scrooge slash Santa slash hobo, Charlie Wilson, himself in the Simpsons movie, Mr. Gable, Larry Crown, Thomas Shell Jr., Dr. Henry Goose slash hotel manager slash Isaac Sachs slash Dermot Hoggins slash, I think this is, uh, what's that one with all the time travel? Slash Back to the Future? No, Cavendish look alike actor slash Zach. Um, no, it's like a, a big like four hour movie. With um, Tom Hanks? Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but there's like tons of eras it happens in. Anyways. Forrest Gump? Ca- no. Captain <laughs> Richard Phillips, literally Walt Disney, John James B. Donovan, Mr. McCauley, Alan Clay, Eamon Bailey, Ben Bradley, Captain Jefferson, Kyle Kidd, and a few characters who are in post-production. <laughs> Tom Hanks looks down at Hooch. Hooch gives him a literal nod. 
Well, buddy, what say we take them all down and yell a couple quotes at them along the way? Hooch starts talking now. Sounds good to me. <laughs> a tight-ass <laughs> tight, a tight fighting montage starts. Tom Hanks is just killing everybody. It's so fucking tight. Hooch, <laughs> Hooch is also doing work, ripping out throats. Tom Hanks grabs Chuck Nolan by his wild long hair and pulls out a frame flamethrower this is easier than using sticks he burns that guy to death he grabs captain richard phillips look at me you are dead now he kills him however <laughs> it doesn't matter the montage keeps going until tom hanks and his dog kill everybody the bodies fall to the floor is that everybody who shrugs after a beat you've got a friend in me starts playing <laughs> but like one of those slow horror movie versions of the song from out behind the driver's seat walks woody holding two pistols. He's strutting haphazardly like when Ultron shows up for the first time in that Avengers movie. His strings, his string is still taut, being held onto something. Then it snaps and retracts into his back and he announces, Reach for the sky! Oh no, it's Woody from Toy Story 4. Now Hooch says, How do you know it's the Woody from the fourth one? Because we all thought this story was over, but it's inexplicably still going, so it must be the fourth <laughs> one. A hand reaches from the driver's seat and pulls Woody's drawstring again. Somebody's poisoned the water hole. Woody starts shooting at Tom Hanks. Hooch runs up the side of the bus like his rollerball. <laughs> Fuck you for making me work with Tim Allen. <laughs> Tom Hanks slides under the bullets just as Hooch launches off the side of the bus and grabs Woody by the neck. Tom slices the knife up between Woody's legs, cutting him clean in half. Woody falls to the ground. There's a knife in my butt. Woody dies. Tom Hanks picks up Woody by the foot and writes dead on the bottom of his boot. <laughs> After a beat, slow applause starts from the bus driver's seat. Who can possibly be left? I literally Googled everybody. <laughs> Tom Hanks looks over to see sitting in the Greyhound driver's seat, dressed as the driver, is his son, Chet Hanks. <laughs> Chet stands up like a fucking idiot. He is. And looks at his dad. Chet, what are you doing here? I don't I don't know how Chet Hanks talks. Oh, I, I do. Interpret it. How, do you want to be Chet Hanks as well? It's okay. Okay. I don't know how he talks so either. Yeah. It's, can you do a Jamaican patois? Is that, that's what it is. He's like, he's like, uh, Rasta he's got in trouble so many times for doing it. And, and really? Himself. So yeah. like, really? It's, it's okay, so funny. Do that. Ross Ross take Trent? that note. Ross Trent. Uh, interpret however you want. Any voice is okay. Oh man. I'm not trying to get canceled here. Yeah, don't do it. Ross Trent. Uh, okay. sup dad. I'm taking over. I'm taking over your career. I am awesome. Colin is boring as fuck. Fuck you, dad. I'm a true villain in the haha white boy greyhound. <laughs> Tom takes a beat. He's the guy who said that, right? White boy summer. Yep. Tom oh, takes that's a, right. Yes. Tom takes a beat to consider what he wants to do. Chet, you're cut off. What? Pop, no. White boy autumn is coming up. <laughs> Chet disintegrates like everyone when Thanos did the snap. He falls to the ground like ash. Tom looks over him. Your brother at least made Orange uh, County. Hooch opens the door to the bus and gestures towards it. Looks like it's your stop, boss. Well, Hooch, it looks like it is. Tom Hanks steps off the Greyhound bus, life back in his step. He bumps, bumps into a man, Victor, who's trying to get on the bus. Sorry, I've been waiting here forever. Excuse me. Tom Hanks, a little terminal reference. Tom Hanks pays no mind and strides onto the sidewalk. Just as he takes a deep breath in, we fade to white, fade in. Interior, plain white, empty room. A return of the POV shot from the beginning. Tom Hanks opens his eyes and they slowly adjust. Mr. Hanks. Mr. Hanks, can you hear me? Hello? What? What's happening? Everything comes into focus. Tom Hanks is in a hospital <clears throat> bed, an IV running into his arm. The figure is a doctor. Mr. Hanks, you had something called COVID-19. It's a man-made <laughs> disease created as a prank, a democratic <laughs> hoax prank, by the way. Uh, that was my my uh, improv. Good, good Kyle, Kyle is not uh, making ad-lib. a democratic hoax Yeah, uh, well, reference. you haven't read the rest of the line. Yet. Oh, nice. Even better. <laughs> Uh, but easily fixable with something called ivermectin. <laughs> Mixed with a little hydroxychloroquine, we got you all fixed up. Only rich people get help for this. Oh, phew. 
I had some messed up dreams, Doc. <laughs> yeah, we've been hearing that from folks. Mel Gibson was in here and he said he had a dream he was floating in a beautiful lake, as peaceful as he'd ever been. <laughs> 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 It's so good. Well, I'll be fucked. Fade to black. That's fantastic. Good job. That's good, good stuff. Job. Didn't not nail it. Yeah, he nailed it. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar would be really proud of that. <laughs> God, Greyhound. I, do they have Chet Hanks on the on the soundboard site? I, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe they do. If they do. It might be listed under Bob Marley. So he talks like a Jamaican guy. Yeah. Even though he's not from Jamaica and he's no. white and he's dizzy. It's insane. Does he like like reggae music at least or something? Or is I just think like so, a, yeah. They have Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> that's the closest thing to Chet Hanks. Because <laughs> oh um, I typed in Chet. But that's really all they have. God. This is all over the place. Yeah. This is that, wait, do they have Tom Hanks? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, they do. Wow. We should have. We blew this one, man. We could have had a whole character in here. Wow. What if I had you guys over and I was like, Tom Hanks will be played by this AI that I've programmed and you guys will play none of the characters because they're mean, all Tom Hanks. That'd be pretty funny. So what? Greyhound's about a boat? Uh, it's, it's about a, uh, a World War II vessel, I believe. A, okay. uh, a battle. Or no, it's a U-boat. It's to sink a submarine. It's all about, it's a, you know, just a real practical how to sink a submarine movie. Classical maritime yeah. drama adventure action. Right. Uh, I've never seen it. I all right, let's again. see. That was a good script there, Kyle. Was that Kendrick That's Lamar? That's supposed to be Woody. That was a good script there, Kyle. That sounds like Chet Hanks. Yeah, yeah. that's way more close to Chet. All right, well, I'm going to not donate to this site anymore. Donation <laughs> rescinded. Very nice. I love every time you've played it so far, it's been $50. Yeah. <laughs> $7,000 in debt. Um, thanks for reading the script. I don't know what happens in it, but I think those movies are fun where you know everyone's got to face their demons, and that's fun. Oh, absolutely. And he's been in so many movies. He has done a lot of movies. He's yeah. America's sweetheart. Wow. Straight to Apple Plus. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a taciturn situation. It's not good. What if I just can't it so I watched the movie where he tells people the news. What movie is this? It was like I thought this was Greyhound. <laughs> so I rented a movie on Apple like for like five bucks, you know, how you can rent them. And I thought it was the movie this one that he had talked to Conan about, but it wasn't. It was a movie where he goes around the old time west and tells people the news. What? Because like people don't get the Crockett news thing? in any other way. He like shows up and he's like, people in the north say people in the south are stupid. And everyone's like, oh, no, we're not stupid. And it's like, y'all paid a nickel to listen to this guy. Uh, Wait, and then he like ki- kidnaps a Native American girl and she just learns English really quick. I don't, I hated it. I thought it was so bad, but I thought that I was watching, I thought I was renting Greyhound. <laughs> Wait, and Tom Hanks called, is in this movie? Yeah. I, Wait, also, I, I did not mean David Crockett. I meant Paul Revere. He's the guy who rode around telling people the news. Um, the movie is called News of the World. And once again, I, I, I don't want to flip my computer around, but why do all of his posters look the same? Yeah. Look at Greyhound. Look, at, look at News of the World. Look at the Green Mile, Saving Private Ryan, Captain Phillips, Sully. They're all the same. When I wonder did, if it's in his contract. Maybe. It's like how The Rock uh, can't get hit. Well, no, I mean, think, I mean, not to like uh, be like corporate chill about this, but I feel like from a movie marketing standpoint, the thing they're marketing is Tom Hanks. So they want his face bright up. Oh, that's true. Center, I just like, rented some wrong movie because 100%. he was on the poster. Yeah, and I hated it. Yep, um, they got you. You got got big time. I did get got. All right, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna build a perfect movie. Oh yeah. Build a perfect. Kendrick movie. Lamar. 
<laughs> now I wanted to do build the perfect Tom Hanks movie, but there's not a lot of lows. And uh, I bet I could think of one really or two. Hard. Um, I, we should do that. You want to do build the perfect? Yeah, I do. Tom I really Hanks do. That's movie. a challenge. Char, how do you confident you feel about knowing two Tom Hanks movies? I'm going to get smoked. Well, you just read like yeah. 30 characters. I feel like it's like a. I didn't recognize a single one of them. I <laughs> when we did the show live, I had people yell out if they knew what the character were from, and there were some lulls there, like not, like post Forrest Gump pre 2000, like Castaway. People are like, "What? I don't know what was his what name? any of these people are." I was impressed. I like that Jim Lovell is a character and a real guy. Like that's kind of fun. He he did play real yeah. guys. A few times. Carl, Carl Henry, Henry, Henry's a real guy too. Yeah, can. he's a real guy. Um, I think this is really hard. I bet I can do it. But okay, then we'll try. You can even, you know what? Let's see if you guys can even work together. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, Unless, Char, you feel confident it's when you all get 200 or 100? No, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go against let's, each other. I'm notoriously bad at this game when I think I'm going to be good at it. And then the vice versa <laughs> the right. other way. So, this be- so, Todd, you can pick first. Hell yeah. I'm gonna, so we're going to try to do two movies. The score add up, adds up to as close to 100% as possible on Rotten Tomatoes. Can't go over. You got to pick two, pick the first ones, and then we'll recap our scores. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start things off with a little bit of Larry Crown. Okay. Um, all right. I, I'm going to go with uh, League of Their Own. All right. League of Their Own is a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. So you're looking for a 21. It's 100% in my heart. Larry Crown, my grandma played in that league. Really? Yeah, she played that's professional awesome. baseball. It's very tight. That's, you watch the awesome. movie. Cool. There's actually a character that is her. They play the team she played for, and you see a catcher. In the end? And you're like, yeah. You're like, that's that's awesome. Okay, here we go. Larry Crown is a 37. Wow. So you're looking for more than a I 53, uh, 63. Okay, this is going to be hard So you not. have more to make up. You're looking for a 63. Mm-hmm. Char, you're looking for a 21. Fuck. 63. I am going to go with... Oh, boy. This is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. I was thinking Larry Crown's going to be like a 12 or something. 63, we're going to go with, how many of those uh, National Treasure ripoff movies do they make? Um, Two. There's only two of those? There's wow. The Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons. Angels and Demons and Da Vinci, that's crazy. Um, Oh boy. Maybe there's a third one, but I don't think so. I don't think there were more books. <sighs> boy, I hope, I hope those are poorly rated. I'm going to go with Angels and Demons. I've never right. seen it. What but were you I'm looking for? Sixty-three. Sixty-three. Yeah. All right, Sean. Did they make a David S. Pumpkins movie? Oh, they should. <laughs> I don't they think really they did. should. I feel it like sounds like something they would make, like a straight to yeah. Hulu David S. Pumpkins yeah. featurette. Yeah. yeah, that would I think win if it exists. I think yeah. that would I give think me the twenty-one percent. I need Turner and Hooch. Um, I loved as a kid, but I think that was a poorly reviewed movie. Yeah, I'll go to Turner and Hooch. All right. I forgot what you were looking for. I think 21. Oh, 20. Right? So yeah. 79%. That's right. Your first one, 79%. Turner and Hooch is a 52. Wow. Pretty far over. Pretty far over. All right. Uh, Todd, you had a 37% yep. with your first movie. Um, Angels and Demons, also a 37%. So oh. 74. That's a 74. Nice. Wow. I should have sent you Angels and Demons and taken Turner <laughs> and Hooch, but it had like a- I don't think uh, he has anything- A belly buster there. That would have- Shar could have been under. That's pretty His wild. lowest rated movie is a 22%. What is it? Uh- Mr. McCauley in the movie Ithaca. Never even heard of that. I don't see anything else under that. He was a producer on some movies that on one movie that got a 10 called My Life in Ruins. What about The Circle? What did The Circle get? He's on that is reality this, show? Oh, no, that's a 16%. You're right. That's a 16%. That, I was going to do That's the one under 21. Wow. My friend made that movie, so I didn't want to like uh, list it there, but then I Great. ended up so until talking we did about a, it. Yeah. Yeah, we, we <laughs> talking about bad it, it here where we get to reference it. Um, <laughs> but that was very interesting. Then. All right. We're going to play a different game. So this game is similar to Before and Afters, but a little bit different. Um, this is a song for a game without a song, yeah. There are 
also Tom Hanks edition. This game is called uh, Rotten Tomatoes Critics to Audience Discrepancy. Yeah. You have to give me the movie where the biggest discrepancy happens between the audience score and the critic score, and you have to tell me which one is higher. Love so it. you're completely disqualified if you miss in that direction. Love it. And so you have to be like, I want to do Toy Story 4. I think the critics is higher. And then we're looking for the biggest qualifying discrepancies. Does that make sense? Hell yeah. All right, Todd, you're going to go first. Tom Hanks movies once again. I would advise you to not go with Toy Story 4. <laughs> they are both very high. I um, This is interesting because, oof, boy. Movies that generally do well here. Early 2000s comedies. That makes sense. <laughs> he sure didn't do them, though. I, I feel like... Uh, That's why I felt comfortable with that example. I think that thing you do... Uh, oh, damn. You know what? All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go with... Um, oh, and just so you know, remember Cloud Atlas is the three and a half hour long movie that travels through time. He's I can in tell you Cloud that. Atlas? Yes, he plays all those characters I read. And um, it's exactly the same audience and critics. So no, was like a Jupiter ascending situation. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with um, boy. There's two here. Oh, this I should have done this for Bill Burke movie. Uh, I'm gonna go with Joe versus the volcano, which I believe was very poorly reviewed by critics, but I think audiences in the '80s liked it. So you're gonna say the the audience score is higher? Yes. And or then, you know what? Um, let me take that back. Smart. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the bonfire of the vanities, and I'm gonna say that the critic score, even though it was not a very well received movie, is higher than the audience score. Okay. I've never met a person who liked that movie. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, big and say that the audience score is higher. That's a smart move. That was the better move. That was a good call. That's an impossible movie not to like. It is hard to find big in his search because he has been hey, 100 movies with the word big in them. All right. Um, you're going to say which one is higher? The audience. All right. Um, so, Todd, I, this is hard for me to keep Google up here. What was the movie you picked? Bonfire of the Vanities. So, Bonfires of the Vanities is a critic score of 16% and audience score of 26. Hell so, yeah. Um, that is a 10%. Audience preferred it by 10%. Uh, big is a 97%. Critic score. <laughs> wow. 100% audience score. And an 82% audience score. Damn. So really? that's a disqualification right there. How did yeah. 20% of people not like big? That's crazy. Sizists. Yeah, sizists, I bet. Sizists. I guess if you're anti-body switch movie, if you have like a fear of that. Right, perhaps, that's the thing that's that a, I always think I am personally is anti-body switch movie. It's a genre. telling people that. That and mall cop ABS movie are both, uh, yeah, it'll, they'll, they'll take you. Yeah. Um, well, guys. That's it for our episode here about Greyhound. Hell Thanks yeah, for dude. Over. Thanks for having us, Thank man. Thank you for having me, man. Um, if you have anything you want to tell people about, now is a good time to tell them about it. They can find you online, and my voice is getting deeper. I'd like <laughs> to promote this sh little show I loved on Apple Plus TV called Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody should watch it. I think we might have been sponsored by Ted Lasso really early <laughs> on, like because Apple really wanted to get people over. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, no, hey, if you like Ted Lasso, you'll probably like my movies, because apparently <laughs> I'm a big, dumb idiot like Ted Lasso. So go watch Awful Nice uh, or Box Elder, because they're like Ted Lasso. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, I'll just send people to danielshar.com. There's stuff you can watch there. And yeah. Great. Hell Would yeah. you say, uh, Todd, what do you think the discrepancy is between? No, I'm not even going to lie. Two. All right. It's not loading fast enough. Which one, Awful Nice or Ted Lasso? Ted, oh, I wonder what the uh, discrepancy is on Ted I, I know Lasso. The, I know the discrepancy on Awful Nice. It's definitely the audience likes it more than the critics. Yeah, but I wonder what Ted Lasso's discrepancy. This is so dumb. I'm honestly the only person alive in the world that doesn't like Ted Lasso. I don't think that's true. I've encountered some folks out there that are really yeah. Na name one. I'm not going to get them blackballed. Well, like no, you're just like describe 88% average audience score. Okay. 
88%. Todd, do you want me to read you a negative critic review of Ted Lasso? No, because honestly, like the things I don't like about it are all personal and situational. Like I think it is a, it's a, it's a really nice show. It actually is like it's it, it's perfectly well made. It's totally fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it. It's a, it's a totally fine show. Mm. It's 100% uh how it was brought up to me and what it represents based on like I it's me. I'm the problem. Ted Lasso's not the problem and I'm okay to admit that. And that's what that show teaches all of us. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, Ted Lasso, man. Gotta love it. Great name. You know what a lot of it too is there was a show on there's IFC. There's a bad review that says it made him feel a little grinchy. Ooh. It does make me feel like an asshole not liking it. Yeah. There was a show on IFC called The Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd Margaret starring David Cross. It was a BBC. That's the Tom Hanks 911 movie. It should be. <laughs> but it was it was such a funny show and it's such a better, more uh it's it's Ted Lasso, but really goes for it. And I think also like I was measuring it against that. Like I wanted to do more things that it didn't do. Yeah. Um, and I don't like soccer. I don't like footy. So not yeah. having a time watching that either. It's fun if we're just quiet. You just come up with more reasons. <laughs> I could, dude, I could do a more and more whole podcast about all the things I right. disliked about Ted Lasso, man. I could talk yeah. about it for all day. Well, we're not that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Thank not you, yet. everyone, for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. That's it. That's my Greyhound script. That's some fun games. That's some chaos. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please, once again, find me on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to get things going with this tour. KyleAyers.com slash shows. Southeast, Atlanta, all that. Find us for the gift exchange. Best place for that's our Instagram and Twitter at Never Seen It Show. Thank you for listening. If you came to the live show in Chicago, once again, thank you so much. Either of them. If you came to the show in Kansas City, stand up. That was wonderful. Thank you. Um, I appreciate y'all very much. Find us. Let's do this gift exchange. It was so fun last year. It was so much fun. A lot of work. Not for you. So don't worry about that. But it was a lot of fun. Find us on Instagram and Twitter. We'll do that there. See you. Star Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.